super weird because I got that that idea in my mind since I was like six years old, mm-hmm. and I was playing with my mom like I had I had a restaurant in Paris, like since, oh, wow. since I was a little yeah since I was a little kid, and I don't know where this idea came from. I, I have literally no idea. Maybe from from a from a TV show. I I don't remember because I I like to watching cooking TV shows. And my mom, instead of asking me, how was your day at school? She was asking me, like, uh, how was your restaurant? (laughs) (laughs) And that was super, yeah, that was super cool for me. I mean, you know, playing around that that, that thing, it was, like, super sweet. And I remember one day when when it was a very bad day at school. Mm -hmm. And my mom asked me the same thing, like, uh, how how was your restaurant? And I, I was I was mad that day. I don't remember why, but I, I remember to, to tell to my mom like, oh, pretty bad, pretty bad, mom. I I fired fired everyone. Like, <laughs> like it was it was terrible, terrible. Hi, I'm Nisa. And I'm Tabari. The husband and wife duo behind Ginger and Carrot Productions. A creative agency telling captivating stories about food and culture. Food is life. It's history, culture, it's nourishment. But most importantly, it's delicious. In this podcast, we're cutting up with our friends in the industry who feel the same way. So join us for the most epic conversation about food you're gonna hear today. Okay, hola, hola, hola. Okay, really quick, I just wanna let y'all know that Ginger and Care Productions is accepting photography and videography clients. So if you have an epic food story that you want to tell for your brand, your restaurants, your platform, then go to gingerandcarrot.com, fill out that intake form, and let's get started. Let's start the conversation. So I cannot wait to hear from you. All right, back to the episode. Thank you so much for joining us on Picture Your Authenticity, the podcast. How are you? Good. Thank you for inviting me, guys. I'm so so happy to be here with you. Thank you so much. (laughs) And I guess we cannot start the episode without saying congratulations for making it to the top three on Top Chef. That is amazing. (laughs) I was like keeping up with the clips. I was like following you and I was like, oh my God, he is still in the competition. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. That's why they call me the the chef. I mean, the cat. Because I was literally scratching my way to the top. <laughs> yeah, nine lives and all, you know. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. So tell us. Um, so the first question is a little bit more of an existential question. But how did you get here? And you can interpret that any way that, that feels intuitive to you. How did you get here? Uh well. I think it's it's been a, it's been a quite a journey, but uh, I think that the most important thing that brought me here today is my passion for food. 
my passion for cooking is all is all that matters to me because it it took me from my my neighborhood to the top of the top of the culinary industry right now. So it's it's it has been a journey for me, but I'm pretty much grateful for all this all this opportunity that life gave gave it to me. Mm. What do you love that? That the passion. So I hear that a lot of people talk about the passion for food and where that comes from. So where did that passion come from? When did you first fall in love with food? Well, I I don't really know actually because <laughs> my mom doesn't cook at all. I mean, I mean, she if she ever heard that she's going to kill me, but she doesn't cook at all. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the podcast. Yeah. I would like to say that most of the rest of the chef that are like, oh yeah, my mom taught teach me how to cook, or my grandma teach me how to cook, but not not my case, you know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where this is coming from, but I always get the this this enormous passion for food. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though when my mom cooks, she always cooks the same thing, like meat with chili is is her thing. <laughs> and, and, it's always spicy for me, you know. She she always cook with a lot of spiciness, yeah. and I always get mad with her because uh, I don't like all, all that spicy. It it burns my mouth, you know. Yeah. And my mom always say like, "Oh, come on! Just because you're a chef, you don't eat my food." And I was like, "No, mom. It's just, it's just like I got a different palate, I guess." <laughs> you know? That is actually so funny because you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, it feels like every single chef is like, my grandma taught me or somebody's grandma taught me or yeah. my mom taught me <laughs> or my mother-in-law yeah. taught me. And there's always this thing with like moms passing down traditions. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny because there's only one other chef that has this story. And I forget his name, but he was just like a 12-year-old when he popped off. like. He started doing these pop-ups and he started cooking because his mom couldn't cook and he hated it. So he started learning and hosting dinners out of their living room and then it took off and then celebrities started coming. It was this whole thing. And then he finally got invited to stage and kitchens in New York. And that's how he opened up his restaurant at like 16, 17. But it literally started off with, I'm tired of this. Like, this is ridiculous. it's so funny how like either way it's a launching pad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know the same. And nowadays, I'm teaching my mom how to cook properly. I mean, well, just my way. <laughs> That's amazing. <Step> properly. <laughs> like, listen, I'm a top chef finalist. This is how you boil an egg. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is how you cut an onion, mom. You woke up one day and you were like, I'm going to do food with my life. Like, <laughs> yeah. So what is the impact that you want to have? Because being on Top Chef, especially being in a season where every single person has already won, they've already mm-hmm. overcome all this stuff, including yourself. And it's like, know. okay this is it like the best of the best some of them have been in previous seasons some of them have been in last chance kitchen it's just all this talent what is the impact that you want to have with this platform that you've built now i mean 
it, it sounds like a, I can say right now, but I, I, I do want to create an, an impact and, and a change for the industry. I want to look for, I want to look backwards, you know, the, uh, not, not finding the new things right now. This just presenting the old ones, the, the old things, the, the old ways, you know, like farming, like, uh, grow your own ingredients, like sustainable mm-hmm. agriculture. I wanted to look for, forward because I, I think, uh, you know, most of, of, of our, of our, uh, most of us, mm-hmm. uh, most of our steps, you know, they took everything for granted. Like yeah. you're gonna have these tomatoes even in winter when doesn't grow tomatoes, but the tomatoes are going to be perfectly for you. I wanna end that. You know, I I wanna I wanna visualize a future when everything is grown by yourself and then. And that's going to create a different vision for the food and what you create with your with your own hands. You know, it, it gets more power, it gets more, more energy, it's more healthy for you. Mm-hmm. It's everything is, is better, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the, my my focus right now. I, I wanna I wanna become a farmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It kind of reminds me of Dominique Crenn out of mm-hmm. LA she does that too she has her own farm and that's yeah. that basically produces all the produce for her restaurants as well yeah. Yeah. so it's yeah, kind I of want... it's this whole ecosystem mm-hmm. exactly yeah I want to create that in my in my own farm uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna create a, a restaurant that is consumed only that is produced in the farm or the local the local farms around so it's going to be a zero zero impact for the ecosystem and wow and i want i want to create that yeah wow that's that's amazing yeah that's really admirable and it really lends to cooking what's in season you know like like, you don't get like this stagnant and i do think it's like unrealistic to think that we can have everything all the time like there's like watermelon year-round there's tomatoes and peaches around and i didn't really notice that until i started to go to farmers markets more you know it stopped being cold they're like no more arugula that doesn't grow on the side you know it's like, <laughs> and i eat arugula all the time so it's one of those things is like okay not everything is gonna last forever but here's how we can use stuff and like learn what's in season and learn more about what you're cooking and as you're like what, what you're consuming and like there's health benefits like physically and there's health benefits like spiritually from that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally agree. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, it's like uh, something new or something, mm-hmm. uh, but, but it's nothing, it's nothing new. It's just looking backwards. It's just looking uh, in a root, in, in, in our own DNA. You know, we, we were farmers, we were teachers, we, we, we were, we used to do things properly, more more healthier for us, you know, more sustainable for for, mm-hmm. for the environment. And everything is it became just randomly unsustainable, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And yeah, I, I don't I don't want to do that anymore. I, I don't want to mm-hmm. work in a restaurant with uh, without that that philosophy, you know. Yeah. So that's why I I I run out to the good and to my farm. 
<laughs> you know, we've been that. exploring a lot of places that we wanted to visit, especially cities that are much more pedestrian focused and much more focused on common spaces mm -hmm. along the lines of the sustainability as well, because it's less traffic, less cars, more connecting and just more public spaces that are actually really pleasant, which is kind of hard to find in the States. So my question to you is, where do you think, like what country that you've visited so far that you think is really the best environment for this vision that you have of like a fully sustainable restaurant or just an ecosystem that you feel like is really sustainable? Where Have you seen that before? And like, what are some of your favorite places where you've seen examples of that? Well, yeah, I got one example because one of the most um, successful, successful um, way of agriculture is the chinampas. I don't know if you guys are aware of it. The chinampas is the is the way that uh, the pre-Hispanic uh, Mexican culture grow their food. So they grow, they they pack a bunch of earth over over a lake, mm -hmm. and they they grow their own their, their own ingredients in that uh, in that tiny area over the water. Yeah. So the water the water is constantly renew all the nutrients of the of the earth so the earth doesn't uh, doesn't get tired yeah. of uh, of cultivating like constantly right is the most productive way of <laughs> way of agriculture in the world actually wow and, like and it's natural hydroponics yeah. like exactly exactly wow. yeah and and it's still it's still well it's still watchable and, and available here in Xochimilco, Ciudad de Mexico. Uh, it's still planting their own ingredients like like five hundred years ago, you know exactly wow. the same way. And the land is well. still <laughs> super fertile, super fertile. That yeah. is so. So this this is actually so much so layered wow. because number one you just put everyone listening to this podcast on game to the fact <laughs> that some of the most sustainable practices are happening in mexico mm. i yeah. feel like i've never even heard that anywhere i've never even heard that sentence you know mm. you hear a lot about portugal you hear a lot about i've even heard some sustainability um as far as urban design happening in argentina you mm. don't hear about mexico so that yeah. number one is like groundbreaking yeah. and then number two the water like that right there is just like blowing my mind because i feel like when i think about lakes i think about man-made lakes in the south that have like a really dark history mm -hmm. and then to kind of reframe like what lakes can do in agriculture and then lastly this i feel like in our country like in the us we're always like what's the next thing what's the mm -hmm. new thing where's technology gonna go and to hear you talk about let's take it back let's, yeah in order to move forward we have to bring back some old methodologies and that's actually the best thing for us to move forward which is mm -hmm. such an interesting mindset to have like yeah. how did you develop that perspective 
Well, yeah, I always was very hunger for knowledge. You know, what what, mm-hmm. what can can I can I learn from cooking? What what can what can I innovate? What what kind of flavors I can combine? Uh, you know, but mm-hmm. when when I look around and I see like guys like Buddha, who, which is like an amazing cook, and I was like mm-hmm. a, and and I was like, that's that's the uh, way of thought. That's a that's a way of cooking. That's a way of thinking. But you know, that's the, the really the way that I want I want to represent in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that we are looking for something. Uh, really innovating right now. I, I think we're looking for uh, something like uh, um, really well, well rounded. You know, yeah. like yeah. well, well thought. You just I don't, I don't want to play any pretty plates anymore. I, I wanna, I wanna play a thoughtful plate. You mm. know, I, I wanna create something like well. Maybe it's isn't creative anymore, but it, I, I, what I want to represent with this plate, mm-hmm. it's everything that I that it comes to my mind. You know, right now, what what I want to create for the future, for future generations, for mm-hmm. uh, for, for the the new things in in the kitchen, mm-hmm. maybe isn't isn't that new, but yeah. it's, in, it's 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 a philosophy that we need to pursue, just for for our for our own good. You know, mm. is there is there a dish you have in mind? Is is it a there a what? A dish. A dish. Uh, yeah, is it like a plate or some kind of like meal that you have in mind with this that you're thinking of right now? Yeah, well, actually, I, w- I was thinking in a. Uh, do you remember the Nestle goods that I created in the in the semifinal? I, I thought that it was it was the most uh, thoughtful for the dishes that I create in, in, in Top Chef, you know? I, I wanna recreate that uh, that reborn in, in the in the nature. That's what I call it mm. nest in the woods. You know, I, I was like uh, I wanna yeah. I wanna represent the, the, the old techniques, like the new techniques, the the outside of the box way of thinking, you know? Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing that dish was so it told a story mm-hmm. like it told a story and that, like just seeing like even the judges reaction which usually i kind of distance myself from how the judges react because <laughs> it's, it's so easy to just think oh like so easy to think that you'll feel the same way about a dish as they do but there's so many times where i'm like that looked amazing and then that was the dish that like they didn't love for whatever reason and obviously i'm not tasting it but to see their reaction where they were just like, they, they kind of fell out of character for a minute. Like yeah. they weren't judging, they weren't on Top Chef, they were just like, this is insane. Like they just became people in that moment. And that's when you know, okay, like with all the cameras around, with all the production, this mm. is real because they can't even keep up with like, the facade of like <laughs> i'm on tv you know what i mean yeah. like i saw so many moments like that and that was one of those moments where i was like oh my god i don't think i've ever seen anything like that i don't think they've ever seen anything like that that's i guess that's what's so special about it yeah i totally agree i totally agree i mean the, the, the whole experience of top chef was incredible and mm-hmm. yeah watching those those top dogs and their top of the game just telling you 
just just watching watching them being being amazed by my one of the your dishes mm -hmm. is just it's truly the best thing that I that I've been living in my entire life. You know, just yeah. amazed those, those chefs that have seen it all, that have it it all. You know, yeah, just wow them yeah. is is everything for me. What do you say? And this is like a little off the cuff. What would you say to someone who wants to start cooking right now and they're Don't like watching you? I'm kidding. <laughs> and they're like, I wanna be I wanna be like Gabriel. <laughs> what would you say to them? <laughs> no, I mean um Cooking is, is something that it, it comes from from your hands, as I said before, because it, it's, you're putting your own energy while you're doing something with your hands. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to do it, do it with the most love that you can have in your heart, and it will translate in your in your food, in your, in your way of thinking, in your way of doing the things, just doing with the most passion and, and love that you have. And that's the best yeah advice i can i can give i guess mm. start with love okay Let's just start with love yeah. that's what it always comes down to that's what a mom would have said you don't like it you don't you don't love me it's like, right. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I i love that i love doing doing it with love and i think the best meals because Nisa and I both cook a lot in the house, cook for each other, cook for ourselves a lot. And we, the, when we're at the best, when the best meals are when we both go into the kitchen just without a plan, kind of like, I think I want to do this. Or you have an ingredient or maybe a flavor or kind of one element. And then we're just, don't worry about the time, how long it's going to take. I'm just going to go in the kitchen and make something crazy. Okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and do my own thing. And we come up with such, amazing tasty like new dishes and to have the stuff that you might see on top chef or in a restaurant and we take some of those things and have them at home because we constantly with that love and our love for food we keep exploring and keep the curiosity and keep trying stuff and we just have like this restaurant in the home it's so amazing so yeah, yeah. it's just so funny too because people have always asked me if I wanted to be a chef and I was like, no way. Like <laughs> if you knew anything about what chefs have to endure, I was like, no, I like cooking yeah. at home and taking forever to do it, you yeah. know, <laughs> and doing one thing at a time. But this yeah. whole thing of like, you've got one hour. I'd be, I would be like, here is a bowl of rice that I made with butter. <laughs> I hope you like it. <laughs> it's, it's a clarified butter with herbs. Forever. <laughs> nice. like, Some good <laughs> pasta with a poached egg. Got you. I'm crushing it. Right. I still have got time. You know, like. I could never do that. Like, and then my thing is, I always feel for the contestants when they have to like talk while they're cooking too. And they're yeah. like, Chef, what are you working on? I would be like, Get out of my face right now. Yeah. <laughs> they don't show that in TV, but sometimes we're we're like that. Like, like, like not not right now. Just, I, I, I was like, Come on, get off of my 
face right now. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we're like that, actually. <laughs> we, we just cut that part out. We just cut that part out. Cut around that. <laughs> I know, I know. We don't want them customers. I can't even talk to Tabari when we're in the kitchen. Like, yeah. I'll be like, hey, Tabari. And you'll be like, I can't talk right now. <laughs> like, like yeah. just between uh, the two of us. I need about yeah. two minutes. Let me just, yeah, because you're in, when the, when the stove is on, it's nothing else can be going on. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Wait. Tell it oh to my. my tell it to my beans. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you're never too skilled. You're never too grown to burn some beans. Never. Like, I know. I, know. I, I mean, as a Mexican, burn beans. It it means death. Uh, <laughs> so I'm kind of curious. This is a new question that we're asking. I'm so curious to hear what you have to say. But what is something that you want right now that you're hesitant to admit? Man, so, sorry, what was the question again? What is something that you want right now that you're hesitant to admit? That I don't want to admit? Yeah. Um, well, I, 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 was, I wasn't prepared at all for, for Top Chef World Stars like Buddha. I mean, mm -hmm. I was. I was recently moved to Madrid at that time, mm -hmm. and I was like fresh and new and focused on, on my job, and like like literally was unprepared for Top Chef. Yeah. That's why I was kicked off, kicked off in the first episode. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they always and you got back through. Was it Last Chance? No, no, no. I almost get kicked off in the first episode. With yeah, the, I remember that because you were in the bottom yeah. and then someone yeah. else ended up going home. Somewhere. Well, but then after that. Someone from, from, from. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And you then, were unprepared. But if, imagine if you, I mean, yeah, but the how far you, <laughs> with you being unprepared. It's funny that you say that. <laughs> I know. I, I was so grateful that. The just all that matters is the the final play that you put in front of the judges. Yeah. Sorry. So, can you tell us a little bit about the moment that you decided I want to be a chef? Can you remember that moment, or was it just sort of did it just happen? Like, what was that decision like? Where you're like, actually, this is what I really want to do. Yeah, it was it was it was super weird because I got that that idea in my mind since I was like six years old, mm -hmm. and I was playing with my mom like I had I had a restaurant in Paris, like since, oh, wow. since I was a little yeah since I was a little kid, and I don't know where this idea came from. I, I have literally no idea. Maybe from from a from a TV show. I I don't remember because I I like to watching cooking TV shows. And my mom, instead of asking me, how was your day at school? She was asking me like, uh, how was your restaurant? 
<laughs> and that was super yeah that was super cool for me i mean you know playing around that that, that thing it was like super sweet and i remember one day when, when it was a very bad day at school mm -hmm. and my mom asked me the same thing like hey, how was how was your restaurant and I, i was i was mad that day i don't remember why but i, I remember to, to tell to my mom like Uh, oh, pretty bad, pretty bad, mom. I I fired fired everyone. Like, <laughs> like it was it was terrible, terrible. That's awesome. Shout out to supportive Oh moms. my god, yeah. that is In so amazing. Yeah, you basically yeah. manifested this future because you were yeah. already exactly. like visualizing. You're like, I had to fire everybody today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean that can happen right now. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at that, at that time it was it was cool. It was hilarious, and my mom always supported me, even though my father was wasn't wasn't for me that to be a chef. Mm -hmm. But my mom uh, always support support me. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to supportive moms again. So, yeah. That is the most amazing yeah. story ever. I love that. You <laughs> know why? Because fun. every kid hates that question, how was school? Mm, like yeah. every kid hates that question. Like I remember it's like you're just like, what am I gonna say to you? Like it was the same boring shit every day. Mm. Like I don't like my teacher, I'm getting yeah. bullied. Yeah. Like maybe I'm projecting a little bit, but it was. I was like, no, no, I don't want to go. Like this sucks. Like, yeah. can I play? Recess is 20 minutes. What kind of scam is that? Like, that's what kids yeah. think. So the fact that you got to like answer a question that you actually wanted to answer, like that's actually really awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was like a cool game actually. Yeah. <laughs> I just have this image of a kid being like, "This is a scam." I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like every kid has gone through that. Every right, kid is like, is only 15 minutes. This is a downright scandal." Like, I just, I just <laughs> have you're like, "I don't want to go." Like, yeah, you're going to school. I don't want to go. Every kid has had that dialogue. Like, I don't want to go to school yeah. today. Yeah. Oh now I'm imagine um, Gabriel. Now imagine you as a as a young child, like like Gordon Ramsay in the kitchen. I'm like he's like, Whoa! "Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly." <laughs> What did you? Is it? <laughs> yeah. You, 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 and you get up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just now I just want to go to a restaurant run by six-year-olds. Like I'm so curious now. I would gotta send you that that video. There's some kid. Somebody made like a a parody video of Gordon Ramsay and it's a child doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's he's he's got it. Online. He nailed it. He's got it yeah. His parents are making oh him peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. He like takes out the bag. He's like, "Yeah, what is this? Peanut yeah, butter yeah. and jelly crust? Like, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the child oh, even God. even got the the wrinkles in the forehead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really got it. He really yeah. got it. Oh, so, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's what the Girl Scouts should do. Like instead of selling cookies, they mm -hmm. every year they should just run a pop-up restaurant and yeah. like <laughs> I would go. <laughs> yeah. Well, pop-up pastry, no. I mean pop-up pastry so, not often. I wouldn't be mad at it. I feel like they need to sell those shortbreads are not hitting like they used to. Don't come for me in the comments. But I'm just saying. <laughs> 
the thin mints too. I used to like thin mints. I don't like them as much anymore. What happened, Girl Scouts? <laughs> so, what's the best part about your day now? So, the competition's over and we're moving forward. What can you say is the best part about your day now? Well, I have to say uh, all the all the beautiful comments that the people write to me. I mean, they're so inspiring and they're so beautiful that uh, I I really much uh, appreciate all those comments because they're, they're taking their time to write to write you and, and telling you that you're inspired them. I mean, it feels really good, you know. It, it's, it's like a, I I don't feel like a, a really inspiring person but uh, reading all those comments uh, make, makes me feel like I'm doing something something good I guess <laughs> yeah that must be amazing especially when you get more visible yeah. mm -hmm. there it could so easily be negative but when it's actually really positive it just speaks yeah. volumes to the impact that you're having on people just by existing just by doing what it is that you do just for you and then to see like it's this ripple effect to everyone else yeah yeah totally tabari is it time yeah. for the game i think we should start i think i'm ready yeah <laughs> it's time for fuck fingers fingers or fuss yes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so just to recap the rules of Bob's Fingers or Bust, we are going to a rapid fire section, air quotes, rapid fire. Rapid fire. That <laughs> we're going to ask you to rank the following items on a spectrum of a banger, which is like, I absolutely love it. A bop, which is like, eh, it's okay. I can leave without okay. it. I can have it. Don't feel that strongly yeah. about it to a bus, which is like, this is atrocious. Get it out of here. I don't want it. Okay, okay. Tavari, you wanna go first? Okay, yeah, I can go first. I'm gonna try something new. I don't have anything prepared, so we're gonna bring it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Tavari always has his pre-written out, and I usually think of mine on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm try something different today. We're gonna see where spirit takes me. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Um, Bop, Spangers, or Bus? Scrabble. Scrabble. And uh, Bop. Meh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the meh for me. <laughs> yeah. Bop, Spangers, or Bus? Ice water. Bangor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Bops, bangers, or bus, cargo shorts. Um, I will say bangers. I like that 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 looks like. Yeah. <laughs> it's the pockets. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's the extra pockets, yeah. <laughs> Bops, bangers, or bust. Greek yogurt. Um, Banger. I mean, it got a lot of versatility, and that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Greek yogurt. It was kind of a game yeah, when I realized that you could have it savory, and I started yeah. putting like salt and pepper and lemon juice on it. I was like, oh my god, no one told me this. <laughs> yeah. Um, along the lines of 
things that can be savory or sweet. Boss bangers or bus, cottage cheese. Uh, bus. I would say bus. Okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love cottage <laughs> cheese. I just. <laughs> I'm a recent, okay. very recent cottage cheese convert. Yeah. And I realized yeah. that, well, somebody put me on game because they were just like, they told me first that what it actually tastes like, because it just never looked appetizing to me. And it yeah. was always kind of presented like a diet food and yeah. I'm very anti-diet. But then when I started like having it with fruit or having and like seasoning it much the way that I would with like Greek yogurt. I was like, this is actually so good. And because it is so high in protein, yeah. I always feel I genuinely know. full after. And I was like, Oh my God, this is incredible. <laughs> I, I had no idea. And maybe I wasn't ready. Like maybe like teenage me was like, no. And maybe my palate's changed now, but I was genuinely surprised by how versatile cottage cheese really is. Yeah. And I, I probably don't talk about it as much because I feel like everybody hates cottage cheese, but <laughs> it's actually so good. <laughs> yeah, you're a cottage convert. I'm a convert. <laughs> Love the, the alliteration, cottage cheese. That's why yeah. I'm in podcast. <laughs> Talk about cottage cheese for four seasons. <laughs> Bob's bangers or bust one pot recipes. Well, what? What? Sorry. One pot recipes. So basically, recipes where you can cook the entire dish in one pan. Um, yeah, banger. I mean, you can do a lot. Yeah. That and it could be delicious. I mean, if you cook your vegetables in the same uh, pan that you cook your chicken breast, for example, mm -hmm. it will taste delicious. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, that was our first <laughs> rapid fire. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gabriel, is there anything else that you want to share with our audience? Um, this is a great time for any self-promotion that you want to share with us before we close out this episode? Well, right now, guys, I, I'm just building my, my farm to just create my, the dream that I got, but uh, little by little and step by step, and now we'll reach the end, <laughs> I guess. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> So where can people? Awesome. Where can people find yeah. you online? Well, online uh, in Instagram, like uh, Chef Gabriel uh, Gabriel Elias, mm -hmm. all together. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, it's in Spanish. And and Facebook, like uh, Chef uh, Gabriel Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. Or yes, and in Twitter, in Twitter, like uh, Gale Cocina. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining thank us. Yeah. I'm super excited that we finally got together. It was a long time yeah, coming. Me too. Mm -hmm. And congratulations again. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Yeah. I also it really love famous. the background, this, this place that you're at. Are you like at a cafe, like a restaurant? Are you like Yeah, uh, in a cafe, in a cafe, yeah. Or, yeah. Or to my restaurant. It's yeah. So I love cute. It. I, I love <laughs> it. I think it's just so amazing. We got these backgrounds, but you out here with the background. 
in real life. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> real background. Nice. Oh. Awesome. Thank, thank you so much, guys. Thank yeah. you. All right. Enjoy thank the rest you. of your day. Take care. Thank you. You too, guys. Yeah. Have a Bye. great day. Bye. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode and rocking with us. If you really like this episode, please leave us a five-star review. Every review means so much to us. We can't wait to see you on the next one. Peace.